Yeah, what's up? It's your boy Grizzly FOG, and you are now listening to the Ring Talk Podcast. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and holla at me at Twitter at Grizzly FOG. Also on Instagram at Grizzly Ray, SoundCloud.com forward slash Grizzly FOG. And listen to this podcast wherever podcasts are presented. Also on Anchor.fm forward slash Grizzly FOG. Well, well, well. Man, man, man. It's your boy back again. Grizzly FOG. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to Ring Talk by Grizzly FOG. I am your man's, your host of this podcast, this beautiful podcast. You know what I'm saying? Uh, listen to me on anchor.fm forward slash Grizzly FOG, soundcloud.com forward slash Grizzly FOG. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, also on streaming sites as well. Where you can hear podcasts, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, been a long time, been a couple of weeks since I have hit y'all with an episode, but I decided to come on here and go ahead and do one. I meant to do one a good while back, a week ago or two, but just wasn't feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Life, work, all that stuff been uh in the way but you know i finally come up here i just want to do a short podcast hopefully not too long um you know stuff like that uh man you know it's been a good while a lot of things been going on i want to get into some wwe talk real quick you know what i'm saying uh i want to hit y'all with some uh opinions and stuff like that some stuff i've seen on monday night raw money in the bank you know what i'm saying all that good stuff but uh yeah man um, man, let's start off with some tangents real quick. I meant to come on here and talk about, uh, Natsuko Tora and the ACL injury. Uh, hopefully see, uh, uh, does a quick recovery, you know, not too quick, you know, those ACL injuries are serious. So, you know, hopefully she takes her time and, you know, go recover from that injury. Um, other things, man, we got a lot of stuff going on. Just got the princess tournament, Tokyo. Josie Pro Wrestling that just started. Then we got the uh, five-star Grand Prix coming up for stardom. Um, a lot of wrestling coming up, man. Um, like I just said, we just had Money in the Bank happen. Uh, Monday Night Raw, you know what I'm saying? Um, Down might have a good show tonight. This is uh, me recording into Thursday morning and stuff like that. Shout out to Giannis, man. Shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks winning the 2021 NBA championship, winning the NBA Finals in six games against the Phoenix Suns. You know what I'm saying? You know, that was a good series, a good game by Giannis. Got a 50 ball, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people sold up. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday sold up for the Bucks. They played a well-balanced game, you know, well, good game, you know what I'm saying? Uh, man, uh, CP3. Uh, hopefully he'll get another shot at winning a championship again. He's not retiring. Um, uh, I don't know if he's staying with Phoenix or if he's going to go somewhere else. Like the Lakers, they are in the market looking for a point guard, you know. So, yeah. Um, graduations, man. It's been 50 years since the Milwaukee Bucks' last won an NBA championship. And that is crazy. To say in my lifetime, I've watched the Milwaukee Bucks win the NBA championship. So, yeah, you know, they had uh, 65,000 outside the arena going crazy. It was a beautiful sight to see, you know what I'm saying? Um, all that good stuff, man. Um, 
Yeah, man, Wednesday night was interesting, you know, Dynamite, and then uh, some Twitter action going on, man, shout out to uh, everyone involved in the uh, Faye Jackson trial, you know what I'm saying, hashtag Faye trial, they got it trending to number one on Twitter, which is crazy, they, they broke Twitter spaces to no end. And man, that was a hilarious trial, man. I hope and if I hope they continue doing more of those trials. It's it's so hilarious, man. Um, Faye Jackson is innocent of all charges. And uh I think that was the right decision, you know. I think that was the right decision, man. You know, look it up. Hashtag Faye trial. You know what I'm saying? That was that was really entertaining, man. I was really entertaining. Other news, man. I got a big uh, single coming up, man. I got my lead single coming up from uh, my next tape, Kintsugi High Stakes. Um, if you know about me and you know about the Kintsugi series, uh, Kintsugi is my series of uh, albums where I spit fire profanity-free, literally. Um, I'm not trying to be no Will Smith or nothing like that, but, I mean... I think, you know, that this series, um, I can lay down art and it's also helping me to improve, uh, being the rapper that I am, you know? Um, so, you know, it, it, it really helped me improve from a lyrical, uh, mind state, you know, from a standpoint and, um, I always, you know, get excited to do, uh, some of these series, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Kitsugi is like one of my big series. Uh, to do, you know, I got two main series. I got Kintsugi, and then I got Grizz HBK, which is my wrestling-inspired series of albums. But, yeah, man, next installment, Kintsugi High Stakes. If you haven't listened to the first one, Kintsugi to Come Up, which is literally my first mixtape slash album. Uh, it's on grizzlyfog.bandcamp.com and soundcloud.com for us last grizzlyfog. Um, you know, so go check it out if you haven't. You know, it's my earliest material. That I dropped in 2018. You know, it's, it's very early material, very rough material. But you like some of the songs that's on there. It's, it's almost it's what, like a 20-track album, 19, 20-track album. But, of course, you're not going to listen to all the songs. I understand, you know, some people don't have the attention span to do that. But, you know, like some of the songs on there are, are great, you know. So, um, yeah, go check it out if you have it. But Kisuke High Stakes is the next project that I'm dropping. And I'm dropping the lead single next friday on uh, and that single is produced by my main man brazi k i got the jay casino feature my main man jay casino pugan you know what i'm saying and we're going to give y'all something called shake you know what i'm saying it's, it's club anthem you know it's, it, do whatever you want we're going to try and make it a tiktok anthem as well you know what i'm saying just shake man shake what your mama gave you you know you are going to like it I mean, you know, everybody, I feel like everybody's going to like this joint, you know what I'm saying? And just be on the lookout for it. Next Friday, we dropping. We coming for heads. You know, we coming for them clubs. We coming for them strippers. Coming for the money, everything. So be on the lookout for that. I'm going to have the pre-save link for y'all. Uh, should be at least by tomorrow night, which is Thursday night. and uh, Or I might have it on Friday for y'all, but... I'm going to have the pre-save link for y'all. When I post it, please go click that link, save it, pre-save it to y'all Spotify so when it drops, it's there, you know what I'm saying, uh, and all that good stuff, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, it's going to be a banger. I promise you, yeah, it's going to have you moving. It's going to have you 
nod your head, do something, you know what I'm saying? It's going to have you dancing, man. That's the main goal, you know what I'm saying? Everything's positive, positive vibes on it, you know what I'm saying? So, new single dropping next Friday. Shake featuring Jay Casino, produced by Raji K. You know what I'm saying? We we coming heavy to show y'all how VA do this, you know what I'm saying? All that good stuff. So, man, what do I want to start off with right now? I want to start off by saying WWE has done a very good job so far with these live crowd shows. Started with SmackDown last Friday and coming up to Money in the Bank and then Monday Night Raw um, on Monday. They have done a good job, man. You know, they done, you know, they have done a good job. Have some, uh, you know, good uh, matches, have some returns that, you know, we've been expecting. But, you know, they, they, they did, you know, they did the damn thing. You know, they did the damn thing. Um, yeah, man, this uh, past weekend has been filled with wrestling. You know, just wrestling and wrestling and wrestling. But, man, um, I don't want to do a review on both Money in the Bank and Raw. I just want to give, like, little tangents, little tidbits and stuff like that. Man, first thing I have to get off my chest, man. I, I, I miss WWE Network. I really do. I, I miss it wholeheartedly, and I feel like this was one of the worst decisions WWE may have made this year. I understand that they have a close knit relationship with NBC Universal, and I, I understand, you know, that you know that was big money moves for them when NBC Universal decided to buy out WWE Network and put it on their Peacock platform, which is probably one of the worst streaming services you can have right now. But, Jesus Christ, man. So, if you don't know about the Peacock incident, which is I'm going to refer to as the Peacock incident. So, let's do a, a little bit of backstory. So, you know, Peacock isn't really that great of a streaming service, okay? Last month, Hell in a Cell... I get on Peacock, you know, they are streaming the Giants and Phillies game for free and stuff like that. And I'm trying to get into the Hell in the Cell pre so I click on it, and then it's just a black screen. And I'm just like, what is this? Like, really, what is this? And it, it took them a few minutes to fix it, and then they fix it and stuff like that. Money in the Bank is a different story, okay? Um, first off, how is it? that I am so far behind on the live feed. And then I got other people that I know that's watching the international WWE network feed. And they are like a whole minute or a couple seconds in front of my feed. I never understand. I don't know if it's internet. I don't know if it's the feed. I don't know if it's whatever. I don't know. It's, it's, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to say it's kind of always been this way. Even when I had the WWE Network, but I have no idea. But uh, Money in the Bank was a whole different story. So we coming out of the Charlotte Rhea Ripley match for the Raw Women's Championship. You know, Charlotte pins Rhea, one, two, three. You know, celebrates with the Raw Women's Champion and stuff like that. Championship, excuse me. So we get into commercial break. And we are just sitting here, commercial break. Get to this Applebee's commercial. I'm looking out. I'm typing on my phone and then I start and I look up at the screen and I just see the feed 
is glitching for some reason. And it's it's, it's glitching and it's pausing and it's glitching. And, and I'm just like, what is this? I don't know what is going on. Then it gets worse when they come off a commercial and then go into the the uh, backstage segment before the money in the bank ladder match for the men. And, you know, during this real promo, it's, it's, the feed is just cutting out. This is getting worse, glitching and all that stuff. Meanwhile, I, I'm with some homies, you know, that's I know homies that's watching the international feed of the uh, network and nothing is happening on their end. They're watching it perfectly and stuff like that. Apparently, WWE didn't even know about this issue until it happened and they did not pause the pay-per-view because, well, they figured that since the international feed isn't experiencing the same glitch, they don't have to worry about it. So now it's in NBC's hands, Peacock hands, in order to fix the glitch that's happening. And Twitter is having a field day. There's this like, you know, Peacock sucks, blah, blah, blah. You know, Peacock's messing up and stuff like that. I did not sign up for this at all. Even when WWE and NBC decided to give me a free three-month trial. Let's, let's see, April, let's see, May, June, July. About a good three or four-month trial because this trial is ending next month, literally. And I do not know if I'm still going to sign up for Peacock or not. I feel like I'm not going to do it. I feel like I'm just going to stick to going to, you know, sites to watch the pay-per-views or I'm going to do something. I don't know because I have to I have to find a loophole. Peacock, jeez, I can't. I just can't with Peacock. You know, I, I don't even use Peacock at all. I, I, I just don't mess with it at all. I just, you know, I just want to come up here, watch my pay-per-view, just, just go. You know, that that's, that's all I want to do. And, uh, yeah, you know, Peacock really, uh, he showed his ass on uh, Sunday, and uh, yeah, he had a few day field day on Twitter. Uh, fans is just going off on Twitter and stuff like that. Then the resolution was just going out of the stream and then coming back into the stream, and voila, the problem's fixed. So, I think that took about a good fifteen minutes for them to fix that. From the from the time the feed started to glitch to the time it stopped, and that's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, so ridiculous. That's just something I just want to get off my chest. If you're interested in getting a new streaming service, and you don't know where to go, do not get Peacock. Please don't get Peacock. Do not get Peacock. I'm 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 begging you, don't get Peacock, please. There's far better streaming services out there. Um, if you want to watch WWE, I don't know what to tell you. Go to a different feed. Do something. I don't know. I, I just don't know. I, I can't help you there. I just don't know. Money in the Bank, man. Uh, Money in the Bank was great. Money in the Bank was, you know, great for what it was. That is, you know, a uh, couple good matches, man. We had some big uh, winners. Nikki Ash and... Big E are your respective Money in the Bank winners. So they are your Money in the Bank briefcase holders, at least one of them. Um, Because one of them cast in 24 hours later. And you probably do process of elimination and figure out who did that. 
Um, had a good main event in Roman Reigns and Edge, but I just felt like that went way too long. I feel like the interferences in that event was unnecessary, in my opinion. Um, it just went way too long to me. I don't have the attention span to watch a match like that for like 30 something minutes and I, I just can't do it. You know, I, I'm just, uh, you know, um, of course the surprise in the end, you know, after, uh, Seth screwed out edge and the Roman picked up the victory and then Edge just gets livid and just starts beating the hell out of Seth when Seth was in the ring and confronting Roman and they just spill over into the crowd and you got Roman Reigns with the microphone and he just said, now everybody, will have to acknowledge me and blah, blah, blah. And it seems like he was reaching for the mic one more time, but then them trumpets hit, man. Them trumpets hit. John Cena, man, he came out, went to the ring, said, you can't see me in Roman's face, you know, and that's how the show ended. It just it didn't end with Cena confronting him. It didn't end with Cena on the mic. It just ended with, you know, Cena in the ring, celebrating with, you know, coming back. Fans loved it. Fans gave that moment a pop. I'm telling you, like, people, like, in the crowd just gave that moment a pop. I think, like I said on Twitter, like, I think that moment and right there, that pop that he got right there, I think that really eclipsed the pop that he got when he came back from injury in the 2008 Royal Rumble match at Royal Rumble. And that, that pop was insane. That was a loud ass pop, you know, and it was exciting to see Cena um, out there again, you know, like you, it's just one of those moments where you're just like, oh, I mean, it's John Cena, but then, you know, you just have flashbacks, man, as a kid watching WWE growing up, seeing John Cena and, you know, it just, it just lights a smile and, you know what I'm saying? It just, it just gets you excited, you know, and it's crazy. I mean, you know, people been specul- speculating about it, you know, him returning all day and stuff like that. But, you know, once that happens, it's just like, holy shit, you know, it's crazy, you know, seeing it. So, you know, that that was awesome to hear him get that pop. And, uh, yeah, I really think that that was that's his loudest pop he ever got, dude. Like, they, like everybody in Dickie's Arena was loud and, and it was just like, holy shit, you know, the – Pop factor was crazy and it was just amazing. You know, it was just amazing to hear, and I'm still replaying it and hearing that pop, and it was just—it's just crazy to hear, dude. You know, Roman Reigns is in the ring like he can't believe it. Like, is he really here? You know, and it's just crazy to see. Um, man, a lot of belts changed. Man, the Usos are a SmackDown tag team champions. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like I just said earlier, Charlotte Raw Women's Champion. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. Uh, I, I kind of expected her to win. Didn't expect the Usos to win, but they did. Um, I have no comment on the Usos. I have no comment on Jimmy Uso. Um, I wanted to come on here and talk about his DUI. And uh, I'll just, at this point, I have no comment on that. Um, my, You know, my opinion is, um, I mean, you can't do it too many times without getting in trouble and getting suspended and doing something, you know, you got to clean up your act some way or another, you know, you're, you're a professional in a professional wrestling organization that is number one in the world 
billions of dollars, whatever have you, you know, you're representing not only yourself, but a company, your family, stuff like that. You keep on, you know, getting doing this stuff, like doing, doing, you know, all this unnecessary stuff and getting in unnecessary trouble, DUIs and stuff like that. And it's just rubs me the wrong way, you know, see it as somebody who's been in the, involved in an accident with a drunk driver. Um, it's, you know, crazy to see them not say anything, not do anything. Um, you know, I understand for storyline's sake, you know, it will mess up the storyline if he got suspended and blah, 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 and all that stuff. Um, I mean, he could have, uh, could have slapped him with a fine, could have did something, you know, did some dis- disciplinary action or something, man. But, you know, he picked up a tag team championship win. So, uh, I guess that's how the cookie crumbles in WWE. You know, I don't know. I guess, you know, people are pissed off backstage and they should be. Obviously, you know, if I was backstage and I hear about this and stuff like that, I'll be pissed off too. Shit. You know, um, but it is what it is. Really. It is what it is, man. Um, you know, I'll have no further comment on that. Um, I have no further comment. So, yeah, man, Money in the Bank was uh, cool. It was, you know, cool pay-per-view. Watched it with the boys. Shout out to the Red Leaf Discord. Shout out to JD. Shout out to K. Um, you know, Omega. Um, Sigma. Everybody. JBQ. You know, everybody in there. Um, yeah, man, just chilling in there. Watching the pay-per-view. Um, it, it was dope, man. It, 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 was, it, was, it was dope. It wasn't great. Uh, you know, it was great. Like I said earlier, it was great for what it was, but it was dope. You know, it was a dope pay-per-view, um, cool stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, so let's, uh, before I, st- uh, go ahead and, uh, cut this off, man, let's get ahead and, uh, do this raw thing, you know what I'm saying? Do this Monday night raw thing. So basically after John Cena came out and excited the crowd and everything like that, he told everyone that not only will he be on SmackDown, but he will be kicking off Monday Night Raw. And that's how Monday Night Raw kicked off. Started off, came out there, thanked the fans, you know, talked about how long it's been, talked about how surreal it's been, everybody cheering for him. You know, everybody's just there, you know, cheering for him, whether they saying, let's go Cena, or Cena sucks, or blah, blah, blah. Everybody's there. Everybody's cheering. That's the most important part. And then he gets into business with why he returns. He returns. He says he came for Roman Reigns. So there we have it right there. We got the seeds planted for SummerSlam. Technically, we was having the seeds planted for SummerSlam and Money in the Bank with Seth and Edge. So that's probably going to be one match there. And then now we have Roman Reigns and John Cena, which is probably going to be another match. Most likely going to be another match. I'm not even going to say probably. Uh, that's probably going to be main event, you know, right there for SummerSlam. Um, so yeah, man, he says he came back for Roman Reigns, calls Roman Reigns an asshole, which I don't know why they decided to just bleep that out on television when, uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley began the way by saying bullshit on TV, like literally saying bullshit on TV. So like, why would you? Uh, bleep out asshole. I have no idea. Um, yeah, because Roman the asshole, uh, 
you know, says the same thing about Roman like he did with Bray. That was a nice callback. Um, yeah, you know, and he said he'll be at SmackDown on Friday. So we'll see him on Friday night SmackDown confronting Roman. So, you know, he'll be there. So, yeah, man. Um, in this with Matt Riddle coming out, uh, they do a bro duet and, you know, gives the fans what they want. Um, I have one thing to say. Uh, whoever came up with the America's Moist Wanted slogan for Johnny, they need to be arrested. And, and Johnny himself needs to be arrested for even putting that on a T-shirt. Will I be buying a T-shirt? I have to think about it. Uh, I really have to think about it because it does look like a cool T-shirt to own. Walking around with an America's Moist Wanted T-shirt does sound like a good thing to do in these uh, final moments of summer. You know, I mean, it's late July going into early August. We almost in the final days of summer. Right now, we in the dog days of summer. Um, I mean, wearing America's Moist Wanted shirt. I mean, hey, you know, it will perfectly describe you. I mean, you're out there in the sun sweating or, you know, you by the pool, drinking water or something. You're America's Moist Wanted. So maybe, maybe they shouldn't put him in jail. I don't know. You know, maybe they shouldn't put him in jail. Maybe they shouldn't put him in jail. I don't know. But I, I just feel like Johnny has to be locked up for that. I, I, I Look, you got the drip sticks. John, Johnny Drip Drip. I understand, man. You know, you Johnny Drip Drip. You dripping on these holes out here. But America's Moist Wanted, really? Who came up with that? Did he come up with that? Because if he came up with that, that may be the most weird genius shit that he came up with. Real talk. But, yeah, um, America's Moist Wanted, man. You know, America's most wanted. Um, quick things I wanted to talk about. I have opinions on. Number one, number one, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. So Bobby Lassley comes out and uh, comes out and say, yeah, man, you know, I, I squashed Kofi. And that's exactly what he did. The money in the bank, he squashed Kofi Kingston, retained his WWE championship. Still the almighty WWE championship champion, uh, excuse me. So, you know, he comes out there, man, and he's just like, yeah, you know, I did this, I did that, blah, blah, blah. You know, MVB talking and, and stuff like that. And uh, basically, they have a open challenge. Not for the championship, but just to fight Bobby. And it's just like, who in the hell would come out and fight Bobby? In their right mind, who, who, who would come out and fight Bobby? And there's one person back there that luckily did. And so Bobby's waiting in the ring and, and and somebody's music hits. Now, first, I'm like, who the hell is this? I don't know what this song is. I don't remember the song. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is something that they just made. I don't know if this is a main roster debut. I don't know if this is somebody from NXT. I don't know. But then the camera pans to the um the ramp. The interest ramp, and it's Keith Lee, and I was just like, "Oh boy, you know, um, way to have a theme that people don't remember." And this is not Keith Lee's fault; that this is WWE's fault, in my opinion. They said they never changed his theme when he came up from NXT. They said they never gave him that generic rock theme after changing, you know, everything. And, you know, they gave him a theme, but 
I think the thing was they don't remember or they don't recognize the thing because Keith Lee was off of television for so long. He's been off since early this year. And, you know, he hasn't been on the main roster. He hasn't been in the Raw. He hasn't been in the SmackDown. He hasn't been nowhere. And people just don't either remember this theme song or they just forgot about the theme song. And that did not help his case at all for the return. If they would, if they would, if they had this in the plans for making it a big return, then they failed miserably. And, um, yeah, it just didn't work out, man. It just, uh, I mean, the crowd reaction was, uh, like confused more like, you know, like who is this? And then, Oh, it's Keith Lee. You know, this is Keith Lee. This is basically his hometown that he's coming out to. And you figure, you know, they would know who Keith Lee is, but by the incompetence of WWE, they're confused and they don't know who this is until that man walks out. And uh, Keith Lee gives Bobby Lashley a good run for his money, but at the end of the day, Bobby Lashley picks up the victory, remains the WWE champion. Although, like I said earlier, that was just an open challenge. It wasn't for the WWE championship, but if Keith Lee would have won that match, that would have put him as the number one contender for the WWE championship. So you see how important that match was for Keith Lee. Um, of course, after the match, we go back to the ring and, you know, Bobby's still standing there and then music hits. And obviously, you know where I'm about to get at Goldberg music hits and he comes, you know, they got the power ready. He comes out on the ramp, you know, he gives the famous punch and kicks that he did. Almost looked like he almost fell on his fucking ass. (sighs) Comes in the ring, hits his famous tagline in Bobby's face, you're next, and Bobby's livid. He wants to fight him right now. He wants to get a piece of Goldberg right now. So that's the third seed that's planted for SummerSlam. It is Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley, most likely for the WWE Championship. No, I don't care about this match at all. Um, I, I just don't, I just, you know, uh, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy how, you know, you're just, uh, part-time athlete in his fifties and you, you could just step in line and you could just get a championship opportunity just because of you're a legend or you have legendary status in WWE and you, and they know that you can still go somewhat. And they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, let's uh just go ahead and, you know, you go ahead and get your title side. Man, you know, just do it like that. When you had, uh, just had Keith Lee in the ring uh, fight this man, he he could have easily pulled a, a upset victory and uh, become number one contender for the WWE Championship. And uh, that, that would have been a great victory for Keith Lee in his hometown. Uh, but I already know how WWE does and when people – Go to their hometown. They don't usually win um, matches like that. You can ask Bailey. You know, uh, Raw Women's Championship in her hometown, San Jose. She didn't win it. Nope, not at all. Um, I know how it is, but I just I, I'm just not a fan of that man at all. I'm just not a fan of you know 
yeah, yeah, I'm 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 old. I'm I'm a part time wrestler. I can just, but I can you know force my hand, force my car every time. I can just come in and uh, demand a title shot, and I can get it right off the bat. I just I just don't you know. I'm, that's why I'm not excited for this match. I'm not excited to see Goldberg wrestle. You know, I'm not I'm not excited to you know to know. I already know that Goldberg can't go like he used to. And he hasn't been going like he used to for years. I mean, not years. I mean years. You know, like years. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So I, I'm I'm not excited at at all for this. You know, angle for this feud, and uh, I, I I don't care. I don't care at all. Number two, and this is number two out of three because I only had three topics to talk about raw really, and I just wanted to get the fuck out of here. So number two, Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross makes his Monday Night Raw debut. Now they have been apparently testing uh, Karrion Cross and Scarlett on a main event, and they've been testing them in matches coming out individually, not as them coming out together like they do in NXT. Um, but yeah, you know they they've been coming out individually, and Karrion Cross they come out by himself on Monday Night Raw, no Scarlett with him. Um, they come out with the NXT championship around his waist, you know, um, and stuff like that came out to his theme and, you know, everything like that. He has a match against Jeff Hardy, who is back with no more words. That is great. That is awesome. He has that music back, not the traditional Hardy boys, boys theme. Um, not using the Hardy, Hardy boys theme and, and whatever, or whatever, uh, other theme. He has no more words. Came out to that. Fans wanted it. WWE gave it to us. That's good. But, uh, I mean, you figure sometimes in these matches, you will figure that they will have, you know, somebody like Cross go over, you know, like, I mean, hey, you know, this is his debut match on Monday Night Raw. You know, he, he he's, you know, NXT champion. You know, he got the swagger. You know, nobody could see him. Um, undefeated and matches, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, apparently they, you know, Vince didn't care. Uh, and, uh, he gave Jeff Hardy straight up the rub and he gave him the victory, you know, uh, Jeff Hardy. Um, I feel like Jeff Hardy didn't really have to win like he did, you know, uh, feet on the ropes, you know, you figured, uh, Jeff Hardy is still a face, I guess, but I guess when at any means, you know, I guess so. Just win by any means, you know. So, but that's how Carrion uh, lost. He got pinned, and Jeff Hardy was just Jeff Hardy's feet was clearly on the ropes, clear as day, and uh, yeah, that's how he got the victory. And um, people were mad about that, you know. People were mad. People were livid, you know. The hey, Carrion uh, should be winning here, you know. All that's the good good stuff. Uh, apparently. Uh, Karrion is about to get ready to be on the Raw roster anyway. Um, so I don't know if they're going to use this loss as him starting a feud with Jeff Hardy at all once he gets on the main roster full time. I don't know when they're going to take the belt off of him. I don't know uh, if it's going to be soon. I don't know if it's going to be down the road. Um, but apparently he's supposed to be moving up to the Raw roster. Um yeah, uh, but I just don't see why uh, they could have just gave him the W here, 
you know, they could have just gave him a win here and, you know, hey, send him back to NXT and on a high note and, uh, you know, get ready to defend that belt and lose it and then come up to the main roster, you know. But they gave him a loss here to uh, Jeff Hardy. And, uh, I mean, it's cool to see Jeff Hardy win. I have nothing against Jeff Hardy. Um, you know, I love Jeff Hardy. Um, but I, just, I, I don't know what they were thinking about as far as booking this match goes or as far as booking a win. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't know what Vince was thinking about. I don't know what, you know, anybody else was thinking about. If they was back there or Triple H, I don't know who. I just don't know. Um, you know, I, w- I would have had Cross go over, I guess. But uh, I guess that's not how the cookie crumbles. I guess that's not how the cookie crumbles. Um, third and most importantly, uh, moment of the night uh, belongs to Nikki Ash. So we go back in the show. Uh, Charlotte comes out with the Raw Women's Championship. And here's an interesting point. Okay, so we all know that Charlotte is a 14-time champion in WWE. She is a five-time Raw Women's Champion, winning her fifth one at Money in the Bank. She is a five-time SmackDown Women's Champion. She is a one-time Divas Champion and the last person to hold the Divas Championship. Also on top of that, she is a two-time NXT Women's Champion, and she is a former Women's Tag Team Champion, which made her a Grand Slam Champion. Um, uh, she held the belt with Oscar. Um, so that that makes it fourteen championships. But WWE went out of their way, uh, to refer her as a eleven time champion, and that's kind of weird. I guess they just wanted to count her individual women's championships. But even still, then you still got the two NXT women's championships. And uh, I don't know what's up with that. I, I guess they don't want to make any references to NXT. I guess they don't want to make any references to the tag team division. So, um, I mean, Charlotte did say in her promo herself, she's a five-time Royal Women's Champion. She's a five-time SmackDown Women's Champion. And she's a one-time Divas Champion and held the belt last. And that's what she kept it at. She didn't mention the two NXT Women's Championships or did she... Not mention the women's tag team championships. So that, I think that was an interesting tidbit. To drop her back down to 11 championships. I don't know what exactly they wanted to do with that. But that's what they did. And, uh, you know, she comes out because of promo. Talks about being the opportunity instead of the opportunist. Uh, Rhea Ripley comes out. challenges her again for the World Women's Championship. Adam Pierce, I think. And Sonya comes out. And uh, make it official, and that's going to be the main event for Monday Night Raw. And they have the match, and it just goes downhill. Um, final moments of the match, you know, Charlotte, after fighting Rhea for a good while, you know, she had enough. She grabs her title, and she starts to walk towards the entrance ramp, and starts to go backstage. Rhea, seeing this, she's like, hell no, get the fuck back here. And she starts to give chase to Charlotte. Charlotte sees this, and she hits Rhea with the Raw Women's Championship. The ref sees it, and he calls immediately for the bell. Obviously, that's a disqualification. 
and we all know what happens with disqualification rules. The other person wins, but the championship still belongs to the championship holder. So Rhea Ripley wins the match, but the championship is still with Charlotte. And after seeing this, Rhea is upset and Rhea is mad. And she gets in the ring and she attacks Charlotte. Now, this is a good recipe for the briefcase holder, isn't it? Um, you know, you got beat down on the women's champion. You know, she's left there vulnerable. You know, she's just over there. Can't do nothing about it. Laying on the floor. She's, yeah, she's hurt from this beating. It's the perfect storm, right? And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, Nikki Ash, her music hits. She's running down there with the briefcase. Rhea putting Charlotte back in the ring. Uh, and then starts to walk away and then look back to see Nikki cash in her briefcase. Nikki hands the briefcase to the ref. She gets on the top rope to get ready. And she waits for Charlotte to get up. Charlotte finally gets up and she does a crossbody dive to Charlotte. Pins her one, two, three. And Nikki Ash is your new world women's champion. And it is crazy to see. It is really crazy to see. Nikki Cross, formerly known as Nikki Cross, now known as Nikki Ash, which stands for Almost a Superhero. I think we should change that to Always a Superhero now. She won the Royal Women's Championship. It's casted in, won the fair and square. That's the third time somebody has cashed in on Charlotte Flair to win a Women's Championship. First one was Carmella. Second one was Bailey, and then the third is Nikki Ash. And she celebrates in the crowd with the Raw Women's Championship. And apparently, she's Sarah celebrating in the crowd with like like 15, 10, 15 minutes after the show. And uh, every everybody just loved it, man. You know, I love to see it. You know, Nikki winning a championship, WWE, awesome former tag team champion, obviously. Um, it's it's so awesome to see. You know, one of the most humble people backstage. Um, I see no people say nothing but good words about her, and not just in WWE, but around the wrestling world and the indie people in the indies, people where she formerly wrestled at. Um, you know, just saying good positive things. You know, man, you know, give her congratulations and saying good positive things. And I think Nikki deserved that title win. You know, um, Nikki deserved it. Um, she was my dark horse pick, and for the uh, uh ladder match, I had. Liv Morgan, honestly, because Liv was a sentimental favorite, obviously. My t- my top three picks was Liv, Naomi, and Asuka. You know, I wanted to see Asuka go back-to-back like Joe Carter did in 92-93, you know, with them Blue Jays in the World Series. But, uh, you know, Lightning can't s- strike twice always, obviously. I obviously knew that Asuka wasn't going to win. So, you know, um, yeah, I mean, you know, Nikki winning that uh, briefcase awkwardly. You know, that latter spot was – wasn't needed, in my opinion, you know, with all the women on the ladder reaching for the money in the bank briefcase. Oscar is literally right there, the easiest one to get it. She could just reach up there and got it. But, you know, Nikki making the storm late, you know, if you got that reference, then you get brownie points. But Nikki making the storm late and then uh, grabbing up on the ladder and then getting the briefcase. And, uh, you know, this is what it turns out to a Raw Women's Championship. So uh, the last three holders. Didn't even hold it for a day. Um, you know, la- of course, last year, um, Oscar didn't even get a chance to uh, cash it in. She, uh, 
basically won the Raw Women's Championship. You know, Becky relinquished her title and made a stipulation where whoever won the Money in the Bank ladder match uh, was to become the new Raw Women's Champion um, and stuff like that. So, I mean, last two Money in the Bank briefcase holders only held their briefcases for 24 hours. And, yeah. So, man, big win for Nikki Ass, man. Can't wait to see what they do and continue with her superhero gimmick. Uh, I think it's going to be cool um, to see what they're going to do. Uh, I don't know if Charlotte's going to demand a rematch. I don't know if uh, they're going to take the belt right off of Nikki. Or I don't know if they're just going to have Nikki have a run with the belt and stuff like that. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Nikki having a run with the belt, you know. Um, it'll be cool to see. But, uh, yeah, man. Um Nikki Ash, you're a Raw Women's Champion now. You know, it's awesome. Um, interesting to see what they're going to do next week's Raw uh, with the decisions that they made on this particular episode. You know, they, it was kind of weird seeing some of these losses, uh, especially with Keith Lee and uh, Especially carrying cross, you know, like I can understand the Keith Lee loss, you know, that's the almighty WWE champion he's fighting, but with carrying cross, he's making the debut, making his main roster debut, Monday Night Raw debut. You would figure he would have got, you know, the victory, but uh, apparently not, you know, so, you know, all in all, uh, it was interesting, Raw to see, and uh, yeah, uh, interesting, man, you know, um. That's really all I wanted to talk about on uh, as far as Monday Night Raw, and that's really, really all I wanted to uh, you know come up here and uh, do um, stuff like that, man. Um, yeah, I can't wait to uh, see what happens next week. Um, both, uh, actually, all three shows next week: Raw, SmackDown, and Down the Mic for AEW. Uh, they they look to be interesting uh, shows. Fight for the Fallen has a packed card. Uh, it's a good card. I noticed there's not really no women's match on that card. So, interesting to see what they're going to do. Um, uh, can't wait for SmackDown on Friday. See what they're going to do on SmackDown this Friday. Um, Monday Night Raw next week is going to be interesting as well. Uh, so, I will be watching those shows. And uh, if I have seen anything that I would like to get my opinion on, I will come back here and talk about it. You know, Um We'll talk about that. I should really come up here and do a halfway show, but it's already late July and it's going into August. So I'm really late on that. But probably next show, I'll probably have to spend, give you guys what my favorite matches of the year were, uh, my favorite um, superstars of the year. Um, Honestly, man, I could tell you my favorite match of the year is still Tommy versus Suri. Um, real talk, but uh, I mean, I, I still hit y'all with uh, some of the matches that I really like from this year. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, like from tonight, uh, that Texas death match from tonight's uh, Dynamite, which pitted uh, Lance Archer and uh, John Moxley for that IWGP US Championship. Um, I mean, that, that was a banger. That was a banger match, man. You know that 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 was that was a big match. That might be one of my favorite matches of the year, but uh, you know I might come up here next time do a podcast like that. You know some of my favorites. Obviously, I'll come up here and talk about what I want to talk about. You know, uh, as far as WWE, AEW, 
anything interesting in the rest of the world goes. Um, you know, man, you got, you know, like big stuff happening, man, the wrestling all the time, man, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'll try to come up here and uh, do something. Uh, I'll try to come up here and talk about some fun topics as well, man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, try to uh, get y'all to know a little bit about me, you know, about my favorite things, um, what I like to watch, what I like to, you know, do as high as hobbies, you know, obviously, you, you know, I do music all the time. And stuff like that. So, you know, I'll probably come up here and do something like that next time, man. But uh, if you listen to this whole podcast, man, I appreciate you. And I appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen to my podcast every time I release an episode, man. Especially on Anchor.fm and on streaming sites. Uh, greatly appreciate it. You don't, you don't really have to take time out of your day to listen to me, but I really appreciate it, man. Um... You know, man, it, it, it's, it's, it's awesome, you know, um, doing these podcasts, uh, getting the support. Um, and, and it's just been fun for me. You know, it hasn't really been a hassle. It's just been a fun experience doing these podcasts and these uh, podcast episodes. And, uh, you know, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate every one of you who stops and listens to my podcast every time. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, like I said, man, it's your boy Grizzly FOG. Um, this is Ring Talk, Anchor.fm, Forsyth, Grizzly FOG, SoundCloud.com, Forsyth, Grizzly FOG, buy my music or download it for free, Grizzly FOG, Bandcamp.com. I'm on streaming sites. You can listen to this podcast on podcast sites like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere where podcasts are presented. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, man, stay safe out here, keep it fresh. You know, everybody's different, everybody's special. Um, you know, I love you guys. You know, stay base, stay positive, drink lots of water. It's it's hot out here, although it's been raining, but it, it's it's hot out here. It's a hot boy summer. I'm fully vaccinated. You know, we we out here doing the damn thing, and uh, yeah, man. Uh, like yeah, I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and go. I'm gonna go ahead and go sleep, and uh, I will see you guys in the next episode. And peace. <laughs>